Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Circle Sanctuary Network Podcasts, brought to you by Circle Sanctuary, one of the oldest nature spirituality churches in the United States, connecting people of nature center paths around the world. Join us through the week for a variety of shows discussing various topics, celebrating the divine in all of its forms, through nature worship, rituals, education, and building bridges of community. Welcome to Nature Spirituality with Selena Fox. This is Selena Fox, and this is a podcast we do every Wednesday night. It's wonderful to have those of you who are listening live, as well as those who are watching and listening via Facebook Live on my Selena Fox Updates page on Facebook. Tonight, we celebrate summer solstice with a workshop on crafting summer solstice rituals. Summer solstice is not just the moment that the solstice point has been reached, It is actually a time period. Summer solstice has gone by a variety of different names. The name that I use the most is summer solstice or solstice. But Litha, L-I-T-H-A, is a name that some contemporary pagans give to this holiday. And during the transition from ancient pagan times in Europe, to contemporary times, the name of this holiday began to be called St. John's Day. And why St. John? As Europe became Christianized, the old solstice celebrations, which were pagan in origin, took on a Christian relevance. Indeed, the winter solstice is linked with Jesus and his cousin, John the Baptist, is for summer solstice time. When I was speaking in Europe in 2004, I had occasion to be in France as well as in Spain, and I had an opportunity with the help of translators to talk with people from those two countries about summer solstice celebrations. And indeed, St. John's Day and St. John's Night continued to be ways that summer solstice was being honored and celebrated. It also has another name, Midsummer. Indeed, the Shakespearean Midsummer Night's Dream is making reference of the eve of the summer solstice. Midsummer is named thus for the idea that it's in the middle of the warmer time, and if the year is divided into summer, the warmer months, the growing season, and winter, the colder months, the resting season, then midsummer 
was a name that summer solstice was called in the past and even into contemporary times. Part of my ancestry is Swedish, and one of the biggest celebrations of the year in Sweden and some other parts of Scandinavia is midsummer. Now, some will celebrate it on June 23rd. Some will celebrate it over the course of several days and nights. In Sweden, the maypole is a solstice pole, and indeed this is a reproduction of a Swedish summer solstice pole. It has two circles and a crossbar, and it is often decked with flowers, just like English maypoles are at the beginning of May. And of course, there's midsummer fires. And tonight, I will share with you some of my ways of crafting rituals for summer solstice time. I'd like to begin with a chant. And I have one of the woods of summer solstice, oak, an oak wand here, that I will use in casting a solstice circle. And you can use this chant for circle casting and other ritual crafting. Circle of light. Circle of sound. Circle of solstice. Circle around. Circle of light. Circle of sound. Circle of solstice. Circle around. Circle of light. Circle of sound. Circle of solstice. Circle around. You might consider a different kind of wand. Mugwort is another herb of summer solstice, and this is from a mugwort stalk. It is a mugwort wand, and during our community in-person summer solstice morning ritual, over the years I have distributed mugwort stalks for people to be able to create their own wands. But wands can take a variety of different forms. Another wand that I've used for some of my solstice rites is made of quartz crystal. And another wand is actually in the form of a smudge stick made of mugwort leaves. So having some kind of a wand as you Welcome in the summer can be a wonderful addition to uh, summer solstice rite. So let's take a look at some factors as you craft a summer solstice ritual. One factor is when are you going to be doing your ritual? And there's a lot of choice here. 
Indeed, I don't craft just one summer solstice ritual. I actually do a series of summer solstice rituals. I have my personal rituals that I do as part of personal practice. There are household ceremonies that I do with my husband. And we often will do our summer solstice rituals a bit early because in most years we are gathering with other people in person for Circle Sanctuary's largest event of the year, the Pagan Spirit Gathering, which is a week-long celebration of summer solstice. During this June of 2020, for the very first time, our Pagan Spirit Gathering is going to be held online rather than in person. And I certainly hope that you will join us for one or more of the rituals that we will be crafting and bringing to you via face-to-face in cyberspace. So if you think about the timing of ritual, think about what day. Is it going to be solstice day? Is it going to be the night before solstice? Is it going to be over a series of days and nights? And indeed, as part of our celebration of summer solstice this year in 2020, one of the things that I am doing is a series of summer welcoming ceremonies, chants, live streams, and podcasts, including not only on Nature Spirituality on Wednesday nights, but my other podcast, which is Nature Mystic, which is on Sundays. I also think it's important to look at your setting. Will you be doing your summer solstice ritual in your home setting? Will it be indoors or outdoors? What Um, Provisions do you have if you're doing it outside in the event that there may be some inclement weather or maybe it's too hot? Um, Kind of take a look at some backup plans if you're planning something outside. If you are doing a summer solstice ritual in cyberspace, what platform are you using? Um, who's going to be assisting you with this, and um, how long do you see your ceremony taking, and what kind of interaction is there for others who may be joining you? Some additional things to keep in mind are the participants. How many people will be joining you? for um, your summer solstice gathering. Well, it's a pandemic going on in the summer of 2020, so part of what you have to determine is um, what is a safe way to gather if you were going to have people outside of your household, and what are the risk factors, what are the, the dynamics regarding that. Indeed, Uh, We're going to be using Zoom to converge different people, 
taking part in our solstice morning ritual and then our plan is to live stream that zoom ceremony where we change from one speaker to the other to live stream it on the pagan spirit gathering community facebook group page so there's a lot of different choices that you have in terms of crafting your ceremony and then part of it is what is your focus is it celebratory? We are welcoming in the summer. Is it a more meditative, introspective ritual? I will watch the rising sun and attune to the power of nature through meditation. Or is it a ritual with a particular focus what I've done with my summer solstice morning group rituals every year at Pagan Spirit Gathering, and this year in cyberspace, there will be the honoring of the sun. So there's a worship and reverence dimension to the sun across cultures and faith traditions, and there's also a focus on the planet and doing planetary healing work. Indeed, over the years, a number of different religious leaders and organizations have done some global workings at the time of summer solstice, calling for peace, calling for healing, calling for equality, liberty, and justice for all. So be thinking about the focal point for your celebration for your ritual. And then consider what items you need for your ritual. I have some items here and have created a summer solstice altar. Having some kind of a sun image as a focal point is a great idea and it not only can help with the focal dimension of summer solstice, but it also allows you to connect with the image and the energy of the sun, regardless of what weather conditions are, whether you're indoors or outside. Having some type of incense to burn, and I like burning frankincense. It's an herb of the sun. And to use that to bless the sacred space, to bless participants, whether it is a solitary ritual that you are doing yourself, or a small group with people in your family or household, or a much larger ritual in which there will be a variety of different people coming. And, of course, having some kind of solstice fire. Sacred solstice fire. Sacred solstice fire. Sacred solstice fire. You can use that chant to kindle a candle. Great for indoor 
ceremonies, or if you're in a place where you can actually have a small campfire or a much larger blazing bonfire, that's a wonderful chant to do for yourself and what other participants might be joining together. Indeed, as part of our community celebration of summer solstice every year at Pagan Spirit Gathering, including this year, which will be online, there will be a kindling of a sacred solstice fire. You might want to have some traditional images of solstice. I talked about the solstice pole from Sweden and some other Scandinavian areas. Um, to have a small tabletop model that I have for creating your own. Or I have a Celtic sunstone reproduction with three different circles here, a small circle representing winter solstice, and above that, a medium-sized circle representing the equinoxes, and topped with a larger circle representing summer solstice. One of the wonderful things about solstice time, especially if you're able to do solstice ceremonies over the course of several days and nights, to weave into your ritual crafting at least one, and preferably a couple, sunrise rituals. Does not have to be a real complicated ritual, but a ritual in which you are out to greet the sun as it rises, and you notice where on the horizon the sun is coming up. Indeed, the name solstice comes from the Latin sol, meaning sun, stis, meaning standing still. It's, the sun doesn't really stand still, but what that refers to is the place on the horizon where the sun rises, and it also applies for where the sun sets at the other part of the day, but where it rises, it appears to be rising in the same point on the horizon for several days in a row. And for that reason, solstice celebrations across cultures, through time, around the world, typically go more than one day because that particular solar observation phenomena is best viewed over the course of several days leading up to solstice and following solstice. Being able to have a focus on being one with the rhythms of nature, can be an important part of any ritual that you craft. I do think being able to do, as part of a solstice ritual, an honoring of the sacred sun, according to your own tradition, if it's a ritual for yourself, um, the tradition of your household or family, if you have a shared tradition, or if you are with a group of people with many different paths to develop a way of honoring the sun that reflects the different 
ways that the sun is honored across different cultures and spiritualities. One of the things that we do with our summer solstice morning ritual every year, I invite people from a variety of different spiritual traditions to do an honoring of the sun according to their own tradition or a invocation of summer solstice or a chant or a poem or a reading. And we begin with doing some things together and then as different people come forward and share their invocation of the sun, their solstice blessing, when they are done, then we as a group do a chant together. Solstice sun shining bright. Longest day, shortest night. And so sometimes we will use that as what I call the bridge chant. And that gives people a chance to um, absorb the invocation and blessing that has just been done, and it gives a bit of time for the next person to get ready to do their contribution to the ceremony. Solstice magic Solstice light, solstice fire burning bright, solstice magic, solstice light, solstice fire burning bright. So a chant such as this can be one that can be sung after a fire has been kindled, if there are multiple people taking part in the solstice rite, everyone can kindle a candle and hold it high as the chant is being done. As with some Beltane traditions where a sacred fire is kindled and people jump the fire for good luck, some of those same traditions have been part of some solstice bonfire traditions, leaping the solstice fire. Um, there's also the tradition of kindling the solstice fire with different types of sacred herbs. Some of the sacred herbs of solstice that I have used in solstice fires include mugwort, stalks, leaves, flowers, dried forms, some dried yarrow. Yarrow, Achillea millifolium, comes into bloom in this part of the world, Wisconsin, USA, around summer solstice time. And that is part of the reason we have it as a summer solstice plant. It's also connected with love and healing, and it is said to be good fortune to bring it to a hand fasting or a wedding. Then, of course, there is 
oak, and you might use some dried leaves or some acorns for the fire, some oak wood, and you might use some St. John's wort. That comes into bloom around solstice time as well, which is another reason that that herb has been connected with summer solstice. In addition to kindling a fire and working with some solstice herbs, some other things that you may want to incorporate in your summer solstice ceremony is an attunement to the other circles that are happening at solstice time. And one way that I do that is by having an image of planet Earth, in addition to an image of the sun on my solstice altar. And while my focus is on summer solstice, because that's typically where I'm doing my summer solstice, is in the northern hemisphere in June, I endeavor to include an honoring of the winter solstice in the southern hemisphere, for indeed, both solstice times are being marked by people in sacred ways, and it's a way of bringing a global connection to a summer solstice celebration. Divine Son of Unity, Divine Son of Diversity, Divine Son of Harmony, Divine Son of Community, Divine Son of Unity, Divine Son of diversity, divine son of harmony, divine son of community. I created this divine sun chant as a piece of solstice rituals that indeed converge diversity and look for the common ground, the unity, look for ways of collaboration, the harmony, and look for the power of community. So a chant that acknowledges diversity as well as the unity and harmonizes can really aid a community-building summer solstice ritual. Now, something that you may want to do as part of personal practice is to do a journal over the course of several days and nights when you are doing summer solstice ceremonies. To make a note of the time and the place that you're doing the ritual, 
a summary of what you've done, and then after the ceremony is done, doing some free-form writing in addition to making a note of experiences that you've had. Keeping some kind of a journal in which you note your ceremonies is a really good idea. It will help you remember your experiences and deepen your connection. And there's a real pragmatic side. As you do planning for summer solstice rituals in the future, you can look back on what you've tried, what's worked for you, and you might have the opportunity to do some crafting of summer solstice rituals with others. And this would be a convenient way of being able to look at your own history of working with summer solstice. Indeed, as I create chants, not only for summer solstice, but for other rites, I endeavor to not only write the words down, but to give some kind of auditory um, recording as well. Sometimes I'll put them on my YouTube channel um, or my Instagram or one of the other social media sites that I have. Uh, often I will be putting it in multiple places as part of a celebration and being able to share that information with others who may also want to use chants in personal and group celebrations. What are some additional ways of crafting a summer solstice ritual? Well, one thing that I think is really important is to give yourself some planning time. To give yourself, maybe it's 20 minutes, maybe it's an hour, and to sit, to reflect on what you would like to see happen in the ceremony, look at the different variables, the time, the place, who's going to be present, but the focal point is what name you're going to give the ceremony, make a note of that, and then come up with a basic, basic structure. And I see that there's three main parts to the ceremony. The beginning, the midpoint, which is the real essence of the ceremony, and then the conclusion. And as you think about the different types of things that you would like to see happen in the ceremony, recognize that there is room for creative expression. And one of the ways that so many different types of summer solstice rituals have been birthed has come from that human ingenuity and creativity as new solstice traditions start taking form and some old customs also are incorporated. Kindling a fire of some type as a representation of the sun, as a representation of the focal point of the solstice ritual can be a very powerful thing to do. 
one technique for a group of people, whether it's a small group in a household or a much larger group, is to have a big cauldron and to have a place for tea lights or small taper candles to be kindled and put in. It's a good idea to get some earth or some sand to put inside of a big metal cauldron, have the kindling of the candles, and then to place them in said cauldron with a chant. And I created a chant called the Candles Chant. And you can adapt this for use at winter solstice. This was originally a winter solstice chant. Or summer solstice by changing the length of the night. Obviously, if it's a summer solstice chant for that type of rite, it's going to be shortest night. And if it's a winter solstice chant that you are going to be working with in your ritual, that will be the longest night. Solstice candles glowing bright, inspire us with your sacred light. Solstice circle, solstice rite, bless us heart this solstice night or shortest night or longest night depending on which you choose that could be a great chance to do as people are kindling candles or you may have the candles already lit and people use that chant as a way of meditating on the sacred fire. I'd like to share now some ideas about working with a series of solstice ceremonies. I'd invite you to consider doing at least one solstice rite that is a personal rite you and the solstice, and ideally the solstice sun, to be able to do a sun salutation with a chant, with hands upraised, or with a wand upraised, and to be thankful for the life-giving powers of the sun. In many pagan traditions, the summer solstice is the time when, in the yearly journey, the sun is considered at full bloom. It is the time where the daylight is the longest and the night the shortest. It is a time of transition between the waxing part of the solar year, which is linked with oak, some call it the oak king, and the waning of the solar year, the sun king, that's oak king, turns into holly king. 
and indeed at winter solstice, the shift between Holly King to Oak King happens again. Whether that is part of your spiritual tradition or not, I think you will find it helpful to have some elements that you have in your personal summer solstice ritual be present in a personal winter solstice ritual. They're matched pairs, and it's a way of attuning to the power of the sacred sun. Now, in different traditions, the sun might be considered a sacred sun, gender neutral or fluid, a sun god, a sun goddess, or you might have a ceremony in which you recognize the different aspects of the sun and the different sacred names that the sun goes by across cultures. So consider doing a personal solstice ritual. It could take the form of greeting the sun as it rises on solstice day or time leading up. Or it could take the form of meditating with some candles in a sun image. It could take the form of creating a poem, a chant, making rhythms, creative expression. In addition to having a personal summer solstice rite that you crafted, you might well craft some kind of rite for your household. And one wonderful way of doing that is to decorate your home, and whoever is part of your household could be part of that process. And one wonderful way of doing that is to bring sun symbols out and bring some greenery in from the outdoors. Um, one of the things that I like to do is um, gather some herbs and to take some fresh oak leaves. And I live in an oak forest, so they actually harvest themselves when we get some strong winds. I'll get some fresh leaves like these that come down. And to put images of nature in the home, you might gather some flowers as a way of decorating an altar. You may create an altar as part of a home celebration. You may want to sit around a campfire at home or a hearth fire or a candle and share memories of summer's past, share appreciations for what summer is about. I think a third type of ritual that you may want to have as part of your summer solstice celebration of rituals would be connecting with others. Given the fact that we are in a pandemic now and many people are needing to stay at home and be socially isolated in terms of in-person gatherings, well, the good news is 
a variety of different solstice events are online. Indeed, some of the sacred solstice-linked ancient sacred sites, including Stonehenge, will be doing some live streaming from the sacred site. So one way that you can join in with a group celebration with people that you do not know is through the wonders of internet or interspace, attuning yourself through your imagination to solstice rites that are happening at solstice-linked sacred places around the planet. Indeed, I expect that I'll be celebrating summer solstice for multiple days as part of our virtual pagan spirit gathering. And I also will be doing some additional celebrations, including um, speaking at a Solstice Sunday service on the 21st of June for the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Detroit. So should you wish to join in some of the summer solstice rituals that I will be doing personally as well as communally with others, I invite you to check out information on my main Facebook page, Selena Fox Updates, and you can find me on Twitter, Selena underscore Fox, and Instagram, Selena Fox, and yes, YouTube. I have a new YouTube channel, and one of the things that I plan to do as Solstice time approaches is share some more Solstice chants through that means. What? kinds of garb might you wear for a solstice ritual? Well, there's a lot of chance, um, a lot of opportunities to be able to, a lot of choice that you can do for that. And indeed, you might fashion a head wreath. You may have particular ritual clothing. I'm wearing a bright red dress celebrating the sun and solstice sun fire. Um, you may have um, other attire that casual. I'll leave that up to you according to where your setting is and what your inclination is. I do think it's important to be comfortable in whatever garb that you have. You might want to wear some kind of a sun image one of my favorite sun images is actually spirals in a necklace. And indeed, Dugrange in Ireland, which is a solstice-aligned place, it's winter solstice dawn, has spirals on its curbstone there. So we know the spiral as well as the circle and the equal arm cross in a circle, the sun wheel, are ancient sun symbols that are part of solstice celebrations to this very day. Having a solstice feast can be a kind of ritual. Uh, one does not have to um, do a formalized ritual with invocations and 
specific prayers and chants in order to have a solstice rite. Indeed, a solstice rite can take the form of a feast, it can take the form of dance, it can be spontaneous, and one of the wonderful things about summer solstice, it has had a rebel dimension to it since the most ancient of times, according to lore that continues to be with us. I think it's important to take a few moments out at each of the solstices and to pay respects to the divine as we know the divine and to put prayers out for planet Earth and the greater circle of nature of which we are part. Indeed, there's likely to be workings at summer solstice 2020 and winter solstice 2020 not only for important values of peace and wellness but given the fact that a pandemic has been impacting humankind this could be a real powerful time to bring about an end to the COVID-19 virus that has been harming and killing humankind and to bring a beginning of greater wellness and connectivity. What are some ways to do that? One way is to envision yourself being part of that larger circle of nature of which we're all part. Part of it may be to educate yourself prior to doing a working as part of a rite, and pay attention to ways that others are giving voice to healing and wellness so needed on planet Earth at this time. Another can be if you are doing a summer solstice ritual in virtual space, in cyberspace, is to invite those who are joining you to share their hopes, their wishes, their prayers, their blessings for a healthier planet Earth and beyond. I'd like to share with you some additional chants. Solstice sun, shining bright, longest day and shortest night. That itself can be a chant, oh, but there's another verse. Solstice wish of hope and cheer, peace on earth. Throughout the year, solstice sun shining bright, longest day and shortest night, solstice wish of hope and cheer, peace on earth throughout the year, solstice 
solstice sun shining bright. Longest day and shortest night, solstice wish of hope and cheer. Peace on earth throughout the year. And indeed, in doing that chant, celebrating solstice, and envisioning that peace, not only in the here and now, but in times to come. Something that I like to conclude my solstice rituals with is what I call the solstice peace. Solstice peace upon us. Solstice peace within us. Solstice peace around us. Solstice Inner peace, world peace. And I think that one of the more powerful ways of celebrating summer solstice is to be up all night. Indeed, in some cultures, having a grand bonfire on solstice time, celebrating during the day, the afternoon, and then in the evening, singing, dancing, feasting, sharing of stories, being in community, connecting one-on-one and in small groups and with large groups, a solstice celebration can be a ritual, and it can go all night long and culminate with the rising of the solstice sun. These have been just a few of the ways that I've experienced summer solstice and crafted some rituals for it. Indeed, it's not a comprehensive list, but a sampling of what is possible. I do think you'll find some wonderful ideas as you talk with others who celebrate summer solstice, as you do research online and in books and in journals and in talking with others. One thing that can be a fabulous resource is to look into your own personal ancestral heritage or cultural influences in the particular area where you live and take a look at some of the folklore connected with summer solstice. You'll most likely find it under Midsummer or St. John's and some of the folklore um, resources, but understanding that all of these are connected with solstice. Indeed, my own celebration of solstice not only includes solstice day and the time leading up, 
but I continue my summer solstice celebrations into the first part of July. Indeed, uh, the 4th of July, America's birthday, its Independence Day, um, was the time when our nation took form and many of the people that helped craft America's early foundations as a country had actually summer solstice as an important part of their lives. They were involved in Scottish Rite masonry and masons in many parts of the world will celebrate St. John's Day as well as Christmas Day will celebrate both solstices as part of Masonic tradition. So I don't see it as any uh, coincidence at all that shortly after summer solstice, our nation came into being and there were bonfires and great rejoicing. So for me, the 4th of July is connected with solstice, it's its own holiday, but I recognize that some of those old traditions of being out all night and being around sacred fire um, actually has been incorporated in secular America as part of Independence Day celebrations. So where to go for more information? I invite you to do some internet searches on summer solstice traditions. Put that phrase in, summer solstice lore, summer solstice traditions. I invite you to check out chants and videos for inspiration. I invite you to use your own imagination and memories of summertime past. What is important to emphasize and what are things that you can craft into a ceremony and then have that ceremony be inspiration for future summer solstice celebrations that you may be doing. It's part of how traditions develop. So I wish you a wonderful summer solstice, St. John's Eve, St. John's Day, Letha, Midsummer, by whatever name you know it, may you have a wonderful summer solstice. And I invite you to join with me and the Circle Sanctuary community online with solstice information we have available there. I invite you to also tune in to CSNP, Circle Sanctuary Network Podcast, Circle Sanctuary's Internet Radio, for the week of June 14th through 21st, that's Virtual Pagan Spirit Gathering, we will be having a variety of podcasts not only our regular shows, but an extra one. There will be some pre-recorded shows and some live shows, including there will be a solstice ritual by Jeanette and David. 
viewing, and I invite you to join in for that. For more information about Circle Sanctuary, you can find us on the web, circlesanctuary.org, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, and be sure to check out the Pagan Spirit Gathering Community Group page, and if you aren't already part of that page on Facebook, and you want to join us for our summer solstice celebrations, I invite you to go to that page in the next day or two and ask to join. And there will be more information presented there as well as other places as we all prepare to celebrate summer solstice in multiple ways with multiple rituals. Many blessings. I want to give thanks to our CSNPT, David and Jeanette Ewing, and Laura Gonzalez and Deborah Rose and Casey Pope. I want to give thanks to the Circle Sanctuary staff and volunteers for your ongoing work and give thanks to all of you who have been listening live and will be listening later, all of you who have tuned in via Facebook Live on my Selena Fox Updates page, and we wish you a blessed summer solstice.
joining us on the Circle Sanctuary Network podcast, presented by Circle Sanctuary and produced for all who follow the Nature Center paths. Join us here throughout the week for various programming connecting the community around the world. And please don't forget to watch for updates on the Circle Sanctuary website at www.circlesanctuary.org. And follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash csnpodcasts. We can also be found on your favorite podcast hosting sites, such as iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and others. And until next time, many blessings.